everybody, and welcome for another episode of the Couples Develop Podcast. I'm Bridget, and I'm a marriage and family therapy graduate student, and I am here with my boyfriend, Justin, who is a financial planner, and we are here to talk to you guys about some dating insights specifically that we've gained from 2020. This is not by any means an exhaustive list. This is a bit of a preview. There will be more in an upcoming episode, but we were just doing some reflecting on how 2020 has been just an interesting and reflective year for many of us, and it's impacted so many areas of our lives, including our relationships, and so we thought we'd take some time to reflect on what this year has taught us. Well said, Bridget, that, yeah, I mean, it feels weird to say, I mean, we started this podcast as a result of 2020, uh, of wanting to grow together closer as a couple. And for those of you who have been listening, hope uh, you've gotten a couple ideas for your relationship. Uh, It feels weird to say that in less than a month, 2020 will be over. Feels like it's been maybe a decade or so. Uh, So with that, just wanted to share a couple of observations and insights Bridget and I had with you. Uh, So number one we had was creating creative dates to go on with one another. Bridget, do you want to... I'll tackle that one. Yeah, tackle that. We just watched the Packers uh, play their way to victory, so we're in a bit of a football mindset here. That's why I used tackle. I'm glad you you caught that. But yeah, I mean, one of the first things I thought of when we talked about it, we've talked about it before on the podcast, but just having um, creative date ideas, yes, but then just creative and spontaneous ways that um, you can come up with to... Think about your partner, show thoughtfulness, show care, show intention, uh, surprise them, whatever that means to you. And it it by no means needs to necessarily be um, something of monetary value or a gift. Um, It can be really be as simple as sending them a letter or even just a Snapchat or a text or a voicemail during the day. Um, Just creative things that, that you do when you that just show that you've gone out of your way to think about your partner and show intention and care for them in spontaneous and creative ways. Um, And then this also translates to, so that translates to daily activities that you can do to just show that to your partner, show your love for them. And then that can also translate to just different date ideas. And, you know, I think this year has really reminded me of like your standard date that you would think of, of like dinner and a movie that, you know, we've talked about it briefly, but just sort of the idea of the concept of dating in 2020 has just changed so much that I just, I think it's so important to get out of that mindset of, you know, that there's so much more that you can do. Not that dinner in a movie is a bad thing at all, but just that, you know, it's so important. I think this year has really shown how important it is to be creative um, when things just aren't as much of an option as they used to be. And just to keep things spontaneous and interesting in a time where that can seem otherwise mundane or just painful in a variety of ways um and I think too just the ability to kind of take your mind off of the painfulness of 2020 and and go on a fun date um and be creative with it I think can be a really fun and a really fun and and helpful activity for couples I know that some that come to mind for us is uh I surprised Bridget a couple times with flowers or showing up in her hometown and at the not in a creepy way at the local park and telling her to meet me there um by dropping things off on her front stoop um 
by having virtual pumpkin dates, pumpkin carving. Uh, I can't think of some of the other ones, but I know that uh, there were many that we tried to do. And I hope uh, if you're listening to this, you, we continue to think about just ways that could make your partner smile. But it also leads into another thought that we had, observation, was uh, do you have fun on your dates? I know that seems like a simple question, but I bring it up because uh, when Bridget and I were walking by our park where there was Christmas lights a couple weeks ago, she said a comment to me that was something like, and I can't believe we have so much fun on our dates. And for me, I mean, we've been dating close to two years. I was like, well, yeah. I hope so. We're <laughs> we're dating each other. They better be fun. And it made me realize or just, you know, think uh it's not just then having a creative date that at the end of the day, uh it's about the quality time that you're spending with the person. That it's fun to go put forth the extra effort to make it special, unique, different than than what you're accustomed to. But when it comes down to it at the end that uh, my hope is that the person that you're with, you feel that you're you're not checking your phone or that you're can't wait or after the date suddenly like, whoo, well, that's over. Now I can get on with my life or, or something that um, hopefully the date just flies by because whatever the idea was, you your conversations go in fun places you didn't think they could go or, uh, you know, things that can't be scripted or planned. Um you know, at the end of the day, you make yourself realize, wow, I'm better with this person than if I was just doing this by myself. So that's what I have for never do. That's a good one. And yeah, I'm, I like to have what I like to call grateful moments on our <laughs> variety of our dates where I usually say something about how thankful I am for the moment. And um, Justin always comes back with a funny response well normally it's because the grateful moment happens right when the date begins and i'm, I'm just feeling in a really grateful mood yeah and know. normally i had such a great time just well we just started we got the whole rest of the day then the whole rest of the weekend I... so it's a fun little back and forth we have but uh that's what i appreciate appreciate about you so much bridget is that uh you're you are there in the moment and I always feel sad sometimes when Bridget says it because I'm like, I don't want the date to be over yet. We just started. Yeah, that that is true. That is true. I'll I'll place the grateful moments at different parts during the date. I I share this with Bridget. The uh, I sometimes respond to her kiddingly when she says those things, and it makes me think of my niece. Uh, a couple of years ago, I took her and and my sister to the uh, zoo, and as soon as we got to the zoo. Uh, my niece was like, when are we going to get to come to the zoo again, mom? And my, my sister was like, uh, to her, we just got here. Enjoy this one. And then we'll talk about when we're coming next. <laughs> yeah. That was so good. That's totally how I am. I feel like we're on the same wavelength there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Um, for our third one, then we also talked about, um, Justin had a good comment on, I was kind of describing this idea and he had a good comment of trying to make your dates feel the least like 2020 as possible. Um, and I think that kind of just goes along with, you know, creating space to just really be present. 
um, to just know that, you know, yes, 2020 has a variety of, a variety of stressors, um, and is just so complex and so stressful in a variety of ways. Um, and so just for us to be able to take ourselves out of that for, you know, just a moment for a date for a few hours to just really be present with your partner, I think is really important. Um, and be, and to just do whatever you need to kind of prepare for that, do whatever you need on your own or together to be present and be with each other, whether that is kind of like a quick, you know, debrief of just, okay, here's what happened today. Da 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 da. Okay. Now we're going to let go of that and just really enjoy our time together. Whether that's, you know, a different time that you're talking about the, the stressors of 2020 whether that's doing like a meditation or a mindfulness activity together or on your own before your dates, um, you know, whatever it might be just for you to get in that right headspace of, okay, this is time for me to be in the present moment with my partner whom I love and who I'm so, whom I'm so grateful for. So therefore, I'm able to kind of let go of some of those things for a while. Not that they're unimportant, but just to create space for quality time with your partner. Um that's all I have to say about that one. Was there anything more you wanted to add? No, I mean, we just wanted to share three quick insights that we have from 2020. We have uh, more that we'll share here before the end of the year. And um, yeah, we have a couple of resources here that we'll make aware to you right now. Uh, I guess since I'm talking, I'll go first. Last, last uh, podcast, I talked about the five levels of attachment. And I've continued on my, I'll call them spiritual book, um, reading as of late. Uh, there's a couple books by Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now and The New Awakening, as well as uh, like The Voice of Knowledge, The Four Agreements and The Fifth Agreement. Uh, to me, regardless of if you're a college student or if you're seeking to learn a good relationship or if you are wanting to learn how money works, or if you want to, um, if you have any other goals or priorities in your life, I think even if you've read the books, reading them again can give you a totally different perspective. For myself, it's been five years since I've read them, and it's funny how uh, your brain works that just given where I was in life, uh, my brain or my thoughts were telling me, you know what, you should open up one of these books. And I was like, I didn't, I don't think I'm going to find much in there. But when I opened it up, I, I, from being away from it for so long, for five years and opening it up and having much more life experience on me, I, I gained and connected a lot more dots and insights than I ever would have had. And it was helpful the way I read books. I always highlight the things that stick out to me. So it wasn't, didn't feel like I was reading the uh, books again. I was just highlighting the the most impactful things. So, I'll I'll throw those out to you again. Um, great for if if you feel that you, or maybe, feel resistance in your life. If you feel anxious, if you feel nervous on things, if you feel attached to specific outcomes, if you have recurring thoughts that you don't like or repetitive or negative, uh, those books collectively can can give you a perspective that uh, might be what you're looking for to start off your 2021 in a in a spiritual rebirth if you will well said I totally agree the, those are some great insights um, it sounds like you're getting from those books 
And then I would just mention I recently started listening to a new pod a new I just said like podcast podcast <laughs> weird enunciation there, um but it's called the pause podcast podcast that's probably why I said <laughs> podcast um and anyways it's a podcast that is dedicated to just pausing in your day so it's centered on. Um, mindfulness as well as my faith is a really important part of my life. So it's um, uh, devotional as well. And they go through different books of the Bible and then add a mindfulness activity um, at the end. And they're nice, just um, quick podcasts. And I really like the uh, podcasters, if that's the correct term. Um, They're funny, they're insightful, they're well-prepared. And I feel like they just go through the material um, both in a funny and intellectual way. And then also provide some really interesting uh, discussion questions that they themselves answer and then they just provide for you to kind of ponder on your own. Um, And then the mindfulness activity, I think, is a nice way to close it out. So all aspects that I really enjoy in life and it's cool that I found them in a podcast. And interestingly, they commonly make movie or TV show references that are movies and TV shows that Justin has encouraged us to watch together. So I always feel like I'm coming to him with, you'll never guess what these podcasters talked about today. And it's like a movie or a TV show we just watched. Um, so that is my uh, recommendation for the day. I will link those books and that podcast into the show notes. Um, and I think just uh, what Jess and I are both talking about are just the power of finding materials, whether it be podcasts, whether it be books um, that are meaningful to you. So just encouragement there. Well, good, everyone. Uh, it's... Uh, probably 10 days before uh, 11 days before Christmas uh, we probably will have another podcast before uh, Christmas Day here but if not Merry Christmas and uh, we will talk to you before the New Year's yes take care we will be back soon <laughs>